It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Doc Rob, Dr. Rob Streisfeld, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com, iHeartRadio, and many other platforms. And uh, I'm guessing we're getting a lot more listeners tuning in as they have a little more time as we're staying home through this unfortunate global pandemic. Uh, and it's shifting the way we act, the way we live, the way we feel. And, you know, obviously I think it's going to affect the way we consume and, and consuming all things. Um, for me, it's, you know, I've done a lot of work from home. Otherwise, I travel. The conferences are closed. And, you know, one of the places that I travel pretty often, uh, as you can imagine, is Las Vegas. And, you know, it's always nice to go to Las Vegas when you have a show or you have a chance to talk. But I always like to try to catch up with some friends or see some people. And today, I'm happy to have my guest as an old buddy. And I don't want to say old because we're not that old, but a childhood friend from New York who uh, now lives out in Vegas and works in the industry. Josh, Josh Herzog, great to have you on, buddy. How you doing out there in the, in the Vegas and Sin City? Thanks for having me, man. Uh, it's, uh, it's been pretty nice out here, but uh, it's been uh, tiring. Yeah, you've been, uh, you were telling me before we jumped on the show, it's been a, a pretty crazy week for everyone out there, but you know, each industry is hit differently. I know everyone's talking about the toilet paper, uh, you know, shelves being empty, but there's some other shelves that people have been stocking up on. So of all the, you've been in Vegas quite a while and done a bunch of different things, but right now you're working in the, in a dispensary in, in Vegas. And, uh, what's it been like the last week? I know you've been putting in crazy hours. Um, well, you know, we, uh, most dispensaries, you know, we're, you've got tons of, tons of staff normally, you know, this whole thing has gotten people, uh, with all the quarantines now, you know, I got people calling out left and right. So rows shorts, three, three arrow short staff. But on top of that, you couple, I had a three day period where everyone thought the spencies were closing. Right. You know, everyone heard that, you know, Sisolak, our, our governor was going to wind up, um, putting out a lot, putting us on a quarantine. And, uh, what wound up happening was we are an essential, we're an essential business. We are medicine. Um, you know, so with that, we got to be able to, we're open. Yeah. Spencer's are open in Las Vegas. You just can't come into them now. So basically what but for three days, every dispensary had lines, right. every single one of them. Yeah. You guys have rec, which basically adult use. So, and then you, of course you have your medical patients, which is an important service to offer. It's medicine for people, especially people oh. that have been on this now for quite a regular time. And to say that that's now not available, it's pretty crazy. Um, so I'm happy to hear that it's still open. I know my, my relationships in Arizona, the dispensaries are op obviously operating and all over the place. But, um, you know, for me, it's like looking, at the rush, I'm sure people are lined up, you know, afraid of not being able to get this for a while. But on the other side, um, you guys, we're talking about today is uh, March 20th. We're talking about 30 yeah. days from now is supposed to be the, the famous uh, you know, cannabis 
day of, of, of gratefulness for 20. And I'm sure a lot of cultivators were, were, were ramping up production and supply for that kind of, you know, those kind of, kind of events. And uh, I'm curious how this is going to affect the supply chain over the next couple of months. You guys don't have a tourist influx, uh, which is probably a good portion of your, your sales uh, from the industry standpoint. Well, that's um, from my from my standpoint. And keep in mind, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm on the floor of a dispensary. I also visit a lot of dispensaries. Um, where I work happens to own. We grow our own as well, right. and we're one of the few that oh, we only sell that as our flower. We sell everyone else's everything, but every down here, everything. Most of the stores are integrated. Where. And most of the, at this point, everyone has a grow house at this point. Yep. Every, every dispensary has their own. So as far as supply, we have. Yeah. The question is, is the outside brands, they, they're going to have a harder time, I would imagine. Yeah, it's going to be a big shakeup with the brands, with the licensing agreements, with just operations. Like all, I said, I mean, I, I did a training. Yeah, with my, that's my, on hold right now. Yeah, for craziness. I did a training with my one of my teams in Arizona recently, and you know I was like looking at the staff and how many people in the room, and I'm like, um, I, I can't see this is operating at this level. It's going to be you know skeleton crews, both in supermarkets and grocery stores and pharmacies, uh, trying to keep the staff healthy, and of course you know sales going or supply being available for the people that need it. You know business keeping the lights on. I always say the lights are off in Vegas, but not for the grow lights. They're still growing. No, no, and. <laughs> And like you said, the biggest thing is, I mean, honestly, for me, the biggest thing is making sure that our, our community safe. Yeah. I mean, we have to make sure that what we're doing now, we're implementing through dispensaries. Most of us now we're doing online ordering and pickup. So we don't even want you out of your car until you're confirmed that your order is ready. We can't have you standing in lines. Right. We can't have you doing that, especially with the elderly. Most of my customers slash patients are elderly. You know, I take the time out or we take the time out to make sure that they're taken care of first. Medical card, no medical card. That's no. not a, you know, we don't, we need to get you in and out if you're coming into our store. We'd rather have you not come into our store. Most places do delivery now. Yep. My we want to I make it. sure that you guys are good. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I've been to, you know, I travel the whole country. I've been to tons of dispensaries. I love coming in and seeing you. You guys have that dedicated medical line, which a lot of dispensaries do, but I've always seen the, the, the attention that goes to medical, you know, the patients that come in, not just the adult users. You see a wide spectrum and you have regular clients. I mean, this is the you know, regular patients. These are not, this is, this is something where people come in for their regular medicine, whether it be weekly or bi-monthly or whatever. Um, and I know you see, regulars they come talking oh, to I, you because you you I, and that's why i'm saying i wanted to have you on the show because i i've done a lot of this around the country and you're and not i'm biased because we're friends but i know you put your caring your heart into this you really take the time to educate the patients you give them the best types of products the best advice you can give and i, I think that caring that extra length is, is something that a lot of people don't think about in the cannabis industry they think of oh there's people going and get their weed getting high and that's it but there's a whole medical component here of a community that re relies on this and i know you're a big you know advocate for it oh yeah and and for as much I would say 90% of it is actually the pro well, maybe not 90%, but a lot of it is the product itself, but a big portion is just the connection you're making with the human being. Right. I mean, that, that's what we're, the stuff that I have in my store, I don't, I don't sell it. It sells itself. You've already walked into my store. I'm just really a personal shopper who's here to just 
sell you some sunshine, make your day a little bit nicer. But in these times, I'm also there to help you with a bit of anxiety. I'm there to help you to make sure that you know, I got you. I'm here for you. We're here for you. We're going to make sure you're safe. We're going to make sure we're safe. You know, I spent the last three days wearing gloves and a mask. Yeah. You know. Or healthcare we workers, they're in the healthcare yeah. side of it. They, people get that. And I'm like, this is, a lot of people think it's funny or the jokes and this and that. I'm like, no, there are people that, and a lot of people got off other medications or they do that in combination with other therapies. So yeah, they may get some farm, some pharmaceuticals or they may go to their Walgreens. That may be part of their, you know, their medicine, but, but the cannabis dispensaries really have become in a lot of ways an integrated part of their treatment or their protocols. And you just can't stop half of that and say, okay, you're going to be fine. And so I, I'm, I'm happy here again that, that the governor knows that this is essential, that need to stay open, but also they have caring people working still and, and, you know, systems getting into place that people can get their medicine and in a safe way and, and stay healthy for sure. Right. You know, I, we, you know, a lot of my customers or patients uh, are actually, I have a lot of veterans. I have a lot of people who've just come back from overseas from, from war. You know, so I've got a lot of people who are helping to treat their PTSD. You know, I'm teaching these guys about terpenes and other cannabinoids and, and what does what for them and what can help them and what they should be trying. You know, I've got one guy now, he, I mean, he's on a solid CBN regimen. You know, he took this, he does what he takes at night before he goes to sleep. It helps him sleep through the night. You know, these are little things that, but this is what these people come in for. Yep, yep, for sure. Yeah. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break because I want to, get into that a little bit more because, you know, again, you and I have a little deeper understanding of how this plant and how these products work. I want to share some of that on from the from both sides of the counter. Um, let's take a quick break. We're going to come right back at this message. We'll hear my buddy Josh talking about cannabis, the importance of the medical dispensaries, and of course, taking care of your community. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. 
This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on cannabisradio.com. All right, and we are back. This is Doc Rob with my guest today, my buddy Josh. We grew up. Man, we go back quite a ways. We grew up in Catskills, upstate New York, 10 minutes or so from where Woodstock happened in 69. So our, our perception to this, you know, plant has, has been around for quite a while. You know, I, I don't, I think that cannabis especially, uh, you know, had, had its place in our childhood and growing up and, um, you know, I, I think that that's kind of given us some understanding a little bit deeper. And, and when you look at this, it's not just a plant. Um, there are so many different nuances as to the different uh, compounds that are present, the different ratios of terpenes and different strains. Um, delivery systems, I think, are really key for people to understand. I just got asked, you know, for more of these details because even you know, most bud tenders understand, okay, here's my product, here's what it says on the label, what would you like to purchase? You said the product sells itself. It's not like they're going to not sell today a product, but to give the right. best advice <laughs> to kind of guide right. you're going to walk best response is the key here. Yeah. Right. And, and, and the stories here, you're going to walk in and you're going to say indica sativa hybrids, and then you're going to look at the numbers because yeah. you're going to have the numbers, put your percentages posted. And everyone always goes, Oh, that's a 29. Let me get that one. And that nest, that 29 doesn't always necessarily mean that that's the one that you are, are ever looking for. It may not right. be the flavor. It may, it may not have the flavor profile you're looking for. It may not help with the headaches that you're having. It may not help with um, you, you're not you're having a hard time eating. It, you know, there's different things and there's different compounds. And it's just like cooking. It's different smells and different tastes. They're just they're essential oils, you know. For sure. And again, right now, especially in today's time, you mentioned PTSD, but, you know, anxiety and stress management, you know, going after the highest potency THC uh, product is not necessarily the best strategy right now in how to use this plant no. medicine wisely. There's, you know, um, so many ways to use a higher CBD to lower THC ratio. Obviously, you mentioned CBN, which is great for really helping people relax and sleep if that's an issue they're having. Um, and again, this is where, again, the nuance, I love that you mentioned as a chef or cooking, you know, you both have culinary experience. And I think that also right. provides some perspective in the sense of, you know, uh, for me, like looking using things like rosemary and sage uh, and other herbs, not only adds flavor, but it's also been used traditionally, historically, to, 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 as medicine to treat the, 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 you know, say you're using it on meat to reduce any you know, bacteria or any pathogens. There's a lot of things and nuances that these essential oils, like you mentioned, that come from these herbs have advantage. I mean, we, I use essential oils around the house. We use it, just got a whole bunch of sage uh, to, to clear the house with energy. And it's also it's shown to be antiviral and antibacterial. So let's, right. keep, let's use all these plants. But I think that, again, from you being able to, to kind of 
pause them and give them an insight to this medicine that's deeper than just, oh, here's your THC or CBD. And that's usually what most patients or new people especially are coming in going. Um, I mentioned growing up in New York because, yeah, cannabis has been around since before we were born up there, obviously. But potency... Like the type of cannabis, the levels of, if they were to go back and test that, I'm sure the levels of THC uh, are were not as high as they are available today. And people are I reacting. bet you the best stuff that we were smoking, that best hydro we used to get back in the day, I bet you that was testing like an 18, 19. Yeah, maybe. At the highest. <laughs> right. At so, the highest. So. You know, and today I've got stuff that's like, I just got a batch of, uh, we just came out with a batch of something called acai. And it's dark purple, of course, and it has that smell and that flavor to it. But it's testing at an 11. It's got a great CBG, uh, uh, CBG content actually on it. Nice. So for certain patients that I know who vape, I'm like, this is, you should try this. Just pick it up. Try out. Let me know what you think. You know, there's certain people, there's certain people looking for certain things. And, and the more and more you get to make a connection with these people on a day-to-day basis. You know, I got a, one gentleman who comes in every morning. He is 79 years old. He comes in every morning. He picks, he gets flowers for his wife. He gets one gram for his wife every morning. Mm-hmm. We are on a first name basis. And like, that's the kind of connection I make with these people on a day to day basis and being able to help explain to him, to him, for him to be able to take it home to his wife and explain to her what she likes and what this does for her is really the, the, the connect the reason why I do this job. How romantic. I think that's great. A new way to bring flowers home to your loved one you know, on a daily basis, you know, uh, not just... It reminded me of my grandfather right there. I, like, I totally get it. I, I yeah. totally get it. I said, I know my wife would love those flowers on a daily basis as well, those gifts. I have to uh, think about that as we get older. That's pretty smooth. But again, it's also medicine. So it's like sharing love. But it's also, you know, uh, healing. Yeah. Lots of ways. I've been talking a lot about um, in my conversations about euphoria and bliss and anandamide and you know especially today when we're talking about depression and anxiety i'm like you know people might want to joke around getting high but a little bit of bliss isn't a bad thing and i remember yeah. that my mom when she was struggling in her you know last few months and she was having some really you know stressful days or didn't feel good days or depressed days and a little bit of an edible you know five ten milligrams changed her for a couple hours and it gave her levity, gave her a little bit of giggles. So I tell people even now in your home, laughing is medicine. It's healing. Oh, yeah. um, doing that meditation, even if it's with cannabis or without, doing some yoga at home. I think there's a lot of things that people today have to realize that uh, we are grateful for that we can still do to promote our endocannabinoid system. Um, and I've also been a fan of saying, look, you know, sometimes small amounts, microdosing, I think that people don't always, you know, they, they overestimate the value of, of maybe even over dabbing. Some people just do it because of stress, like overeating or stress eating. Right. Watch the pattern. Is it, is it, the, is it that you're really doing it for medication purposes or are you just doing it from a stress standpoint? So um, sometimes just doing lower potencies and spreading it out throughout the day, especially when we're home and we have more time to think about things, might be better than just going after the highest potency or the, you know, that type of product. And again, I think you realize that delivery system is key here. You know, some patients, oh, yeah. I mean, don't need to or can't even roll a joint or use flour. They want something either pre-rolled or they need something that's in a, a less irritable uh, delivery system like an edible or a tincture. We talk about fast acting versus slower acting. Um, these are all facets that are amazing that some people overlook. I know that's part of your understanding and part of the gift you give to people when you um, 
you know, or helping them, as you said, kind of personal shopper. You're not really selling them anything. You're just kind of helping them as a concierge might be. That's why I like my show, Concierge to Better Living. You know, you just try to be of service. That that is exactly what I do. That is what it is. I mean, the most important thing for me is just to be honest with the person and and just be able to connect somehow. I got to figure out, you're going to tell me what you need. And I just got to figure out what's the best way for you to get the feeling and the, the relief that you want. And, um, like not to, I don't ever, I don't want to necessarily plug a product, but there are certain companies that make, uh, like vapes. Remember a month and a half, two months ago, three months ago, you know, there was a big vape epidemic, you know, yeah. and now we're in this virus. Now we're in this pandemic. So now we're in something much bigger. But during the vape epidemic, I still had some of my older customers coming in who, live in either retirement communities and you know sometimes people like to talk and so they don't want to have you know they don't necessarily want to smoke flour right um they don't want to get into dabbing and doing anything like you know with the torch or anything and they don't necessarily want to get into you know other electronic devices that way so they usually go with vape pen and they go to the vape pen or they go to an edible um with the vape pen certain companies were really easy if the person had arthritis you know, there was that you didn't have to unscrew it and unscrew it back in. So that was always a key feature to that. But then you would have other customers who would come in who wanted edibles. And some of these edibles, you know, certain edibles, to me, I have a problem with certain, certain people when they put sativa indica right. in an edible. <laughs> There's a terpene kind. You're just putting THC in a, in a cookie. Yep. You're not any other anything else. It's just THC and cookie. So I don't know how you, I can tell a person with a straight face that that's an indica. I can't. I can't tell a person straight face that that's a sativa. I can't. There's nothing that tells me that. It only tells me that each piece of that cookie is 10 milligrams. Yeah. Oh, that's I know that. Yeah. You're right. You know, there's no other compounds in it. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing, but, uh, from, your, from your experience, that's why I always love coming. I tell you, I, I come, when we come into Vegas, I come seeing you because it's not just, okay, here, sell me. It's not a best price thing. It's, there's a quality that goes into these as medicine. I'm coming in there as a patient looking for medicine, yeah. and I'm looking for something that, hey, I'm not just looking at who's marketing it real well or who's spending on you know, promotions or things like that. I'm right. looking at uh, like everything from the equipment that's being used to the ingredients and how they're presenting it. You know, We want transparency, and we want potency that's consistent uh, you know, and again if we can find out some of the deeper nuances of the ingredients the terpenes and things of that nature I, i'm personally really excited about uh, diving into some of the plant and flavonoids and as we study and do more research here um and the right. antioxidant potential you know it's really one of those things that um it's pretty. It's going to shift, and it's amazing. Uh, we're going to take one more quick break. I'm going to come back. We're going to wrap up and talk a little bit more. I have a couple of questions also on that uh, as far as the materials that are being used. Don't go anywhere where we're here talking to my buddy Josh, talking about cannabis and specifically some of the dispensary action, what's going on in Vegas right now. Uh, this is Doc Rob, your concierge for Better Living at CannabisRadio.com. We'll be right back after this break. The concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment.
Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chich and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We we're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. And I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hem Present, only on Cannabis Radio. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the 2020 Cannabis Caucus Event Series from March 10th through March 26th. Don't miss this exclusive opportunity for NCIA members to network learn about regional issues from influential guest speakers and get the latest news about NCIA's federal policy work and emerging topics. Look for this year's only tour of Cannabis Caucus events coming to Portland, Denver, St. Louis, Detroit, Chicago, Newark, Sacramento, and Los Angeles this March. Stay connected, get informed, and take action to protect our industry and your business. Register now for your complimentary tickets at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, all right, all right. And we are back. We're going to wrap this up, Josh. We could talk for hours. I'd love to have you on again down the road and keep some updates right. going. I love your insight. Um, and one of the things I've been talking to, I do a lot with brands and I do a lot with product formulation and business development. And I'm looking at this recently as a supply chain issue on the bottles, the droppers, other things of that nature. Right. A lot of that comes from China. Um, yeah. Part of me is thinking like the old milk bottle, someone should open up a sterilization factory and just figure out how to, way to recollect all the empty glass bottles and such and start to really uh, recycle, you know, sterilize and recycle them efficiently because not only would that be good environmentally, this industry does a lot of waste in its packaging, but also yeah. we may have to start looking at some of these limitations from a packaging standpoint. Um, you know, I think flour that will always be king um, from that perspective. <laughs> It'll always be able to take that by heart. Yeah, exactly. And again, if, as long yeah. as it's being dried properly and cared for properly, those are really yeah. key things. I know that you can look at a bud and pretty much tell pretty quickly if it's been cared for and loved and, and dried in the right way, which is right. very important. Um, but, but, you know, again, the bottom line is, is the goal is to keep the shops open, keep as much product options available so that patients 
not just the people for recreational, but what I always say is no matter if you're a, a licensed or registered patient or someone that considers using this in quotes in my, in my hand quote, air quotes recreationally, um, maybe you're just coping with stress in a way you don't know, or maybe there's some other facets that cannabis is helping you with from a physiological standpoint. So, you know, maybe you don't want to call it medicine. Maybe you think it's just a recreational thing, but you know, I see a lot of people today right now uh, stocking up, not just on their cannabis supplies and their toilet paper, but a lot of them went to the liquor store as well um, and stocked up on that. You got to figure this. If we go into a quarantine, you're going to be stuck in the house with people that you've known for a really long time. (laughs) You know, and then under that, you're probably going to need something to kind of distract them and, and kind of pass the time. You can only read so many book traps. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be something that people need. And again, it's, you know, some people right now, uh, uh, you know, if exercise is your thing, fine. There's a lot of online streaming, you know, exercise groups and things to do. Cooking is a great practice if you have the supplies to do it with or cooking things from scratch. But we love getting in the kitchen, both of us. Um, I think I have oh, to track down mean? my magic bullet. Uh, not my magic magic butter machine. <laughs> with that, you could also always, you know, if you have a ballet, like a balcony or a backyard, you know, it's springtime. You can always start a little, like a little herb garden in the backyard too. So you get time oh, yeah. to start doing that. You can be around the house. I think you it's know. a great practice growing some fresh herbs and some fresh plants. We were just looking at it. I have neem and moringa growing in my backyard, some lemongrass as well. And uh, while they're not necessarily culinary agents, they're highly nutritious agents and antivirals. So, you know, those are some things I thought of when we put them in. Um, but I'd love to have my cherry tomatoes growing. I'd love to have some fresh you know, herbs, basil and rosemary and, um, you know, if you can in your area, grow some other herbs, some cannabis, you know, for your own use. Uh, I, I think that right now, if that's your medicine, everyone should have the right to do that. You know, it's not always easy to grow, yeah. but if you should have the right to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, I do live in the desert. I got to be careful how much water we use out here. So oh, yeah. we got you in all desert in the backyard now, so... Well, at least you guys have a supply the- chain there with the dispensaries. Like I said, I think they've all ramped oh, up. Yeah. They had plenty of growing, expecting a very uh, busy 420 type of season. And, um, well, you're gonna month. yeah, you're going to, I'm saying, but you're going to have uh, a lot less visitors coming into town. So the locals at least should be stocked up pretty well uh, with supply for quite a while. And, um, you know, maybe the government will take this as well and as an opportunity to, to loosen the reins on this plant and maybe make it a lot, a lot more easy to access around the country. That would be a nice uh, gift that this government could, could provide us all right now is to realize that all these drugs, and I do again, the air quotes again, the drugs right. are, are um, you know, should be more decriminalized and legalized and accessed, um, especially in these types of times for people. So, um, again, I'm glad you came on today. Again, I wish everyone in the family stay, stay safe back there. I know you guys are always looking out for each other. That's really important. Uh, keep eating Bye. that healthy food. And uh, again, hopefully I get a chance to get out to Vegas and we'll visit again soon. You know, definitely stay yeah, safe. Absolutely, keep in touch. man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Good talking to you. Always good to have you on, Josh. Best of the family. Thanks for everyone at Cannabis Radio. Thank you, Brasco and the team, for keeping things up and running. We want to keep educating our listeners out there. Uh, if you guys have any questions, anything specific, don't forget social media is on. Uh, send me those questions. Uh, if you have anyone that wants to come on as a guest, we've got a lot of time. We've got a lot of stories to share, a lot of information to help people get through these tough times. And uh, again, I'm here for you as always as your concierge for better living. Thanks again, Josh. Thanks again, Brasco, and everyone out there tuning in. Uh, I am Dr. Rob, your concierge for real living here at Canvas Radio, wishing everyone, as always, all the best in health and happiness. Be well.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.